0: welcome to how to catholic with kevin and lisa cotter a podcast dedicated to helping you practically live your catholic faith with excellence
1: it's that time of year again shopping for christmas presents But how do we buy not just stuff, but give memorable presents that honor those we love? On the podcast today, we will be discussing not only how to give thoughtful presents, but also we'll be giving you an awesome list of specifically Catholic gift ideas.
0: Plus, on today's episode, we'll have a quote that you can use when you're facing a challenge. Lisa will preview a new How To Catholic series that will start next week. Stay right here. It is podcast time. I'm excited. We're coming off Thanksgiving break. It was an exciting Thanksgiving break, a really great one. We're on episode two of season three, and I'm really excited to be in season three, Lisa. Me too. That's great.
1: Mm -hmm. Can't you tell?
0: The excitement is exuding (laughs) from- It's exuding
1: from this side of the table. table. No, I really am. I'm excited about season three. Um, It's crazy to be in season three. It's been a year. I don't know what our podcast anniversary is. We should look that up.
0: I'm sorry. One more time. The what?
1: Podcast anniversary. Oh,
0: I didn't know that was a yeah common term. You that didn't was give used. me flowers. You didn't give me flowers.
1: I don't even know. <laughs> 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 I don't even know what day it is. I know it was around here because we have like we have a how to advent podcast in Advents next week.
0: Wow. Well, we might be too late, but I guess we'll find out.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, it's been a year, over a year. Well,
0: happy podcastversity to you.
1: No, that sounded like diversity. It's podcast
0: Whatever you want it to be. I that's mean. what it will be.
1: Okay. Well, anyways, season three. Here we are. And like I said, Advent starts next week. So we're going to be doing some Adventy podcasts coming up here.
0: <coughs> there you go. Making up more words.
1: Making up more words. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, well, first of all, side note, if you haven't noticed, Advent this year is crazy because it's the shortest Advent possible.
0: C- crazy thing to happen to people.
1: Crazy. Last year was the longest, this year's the shortest, because Christmas Eve is on the fourth Sunday in Advent.
0: Boggles the mind.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So usually right after Thanksgiving, Advent starts, but we have a whole week between Thanksgiving and the start of Advent, which is a little foreign to me, so... This week, we are talking about how-to gifts, because that is on everybody's mind. Not gifts, like... Like gifs. Yeah, however you say that. But gifts.
0: Mm-hmm. Non-internet items purchased for Christmas. Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. Yeah, so today, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're talking about kind of how to give good gifts, and then also, I have a huge list of Catholic gift ideas, slash items. So, like, a ton of highlighting today, although we don't... Uh, we should let it be known we're not getting paid for any of this. No. And it's not just going to be a list of like, here's products to buy, but gift ideas that are specifically Catholic is what we are going for, uh, for the second half of the episode. But I think we should also mention that the next three episodes, we are doing our first three part series.
0: It's going to be awesome.
1: Yes. We've done a two part series before, a but couple never, times.
0: but never a three, never a three. And that's one more part of the, of a series.
1: I know. And this could probably be like an entire 20 episode series we could do like season four it could be this whole thing yeah but we're gonna try we're gonna try to do it in three because it fits into advent there's gonna be three mondays in advent and that's this three-part series and we're going to be doing how to salvation history
0: that's right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's advent and advent's all about seeing the story of salvation leading up to the birth of jesus And so we want to cover and just kind of walk people through all these moments in salvation history to help them see why it was so important for Jesus Christ to come and kind of see all those details maybe we hadn't seen before.
1: Yeah, so this is something we do with our kids every Advent. We use a Jesse tree, which some of you may have a Jesse tree at your church or maybe you do it in your home. So this is kind of going to be like a Jesse tree for adults, if you will. Another made-up
0: thing. This is great. Mm-hmm. This is or awesome.
1: not for kids. Yeah, I'm making up all kinds of stuff tonight. Um, but really what we want to do is kind of look at the thread. Like, how did this story all come together? And part of this inspiration, and I've mentioned this several times, as um, I'm in Salvation History right now at the August Institute for my, my grad school class this semester. And, okay, here's the thing. I have a degree in theology. It's true. Yes. And I I finished that degree 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. so it's been kind of a while, and I remember thinking, oh, Salvation History, like, I know that really well, like, I'm not gonna learn anything new, and oh my gosh, I have learned so much this semester. I feel like I kind of knew everything up to David, and then after David, it just got really fuzzy, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea what was going on in, like, post-Kings, and, like, there's this whole, like, Exile division. Like, I knew what they, I knew it happened, but I didn't understand the significance or what was really going on. And there's like Maccabees, and then everything comes together. So, anyways, if you're like, oh, I know salvation history, I'm a theology major. I'm telling you, maybe if you're like me, some pieces are missing. Or maybe you're not a theology major, but you're just like, oh, yeah. I know those stories, those Old Testament stories, but a lot of times we don't understand how they fit together. So I'm like, Esther, yeah, that's somewhere in the Old Testament, but I don't really know where it fits in. Or when exactly was the like Daniel in the Lion's Den and what was going on? There's just a lot of questions that I had previous to spending this entire semester intensely studying it. So we're going to try in three episodes to kind of pull the thread together and make it make sense
0: how will we do it in three episodes the suspense is already killing me at least
1: yes so that's something to look forward to so we're gonna be walking through advent with you going through our adult version of the jesse tree yeah. i didn't even quite understand what a jesse tree like what that meant so we'll we'll save that for the next podcast so yeah, yeah. exactly what does that mean so gifts, gifts. presents
0: christmas christmas it's, it's all coming. in our mind That's right. And so we want to start off uh, this section and and particularly this topic looking at some vision as we normally do for uh, what we're talking about. And so when we're thinking about giving gifts, one of the best things that we can do is not just to think of the actual thing that we want to give, but actually think of who is receiving that gift. And so as we think of that person and try to understand more about who they are and what they'd want to receive and even how they would want to receive it, that's really important in giving you a thoughtful gift. So if you really want to create, you know, create an awesome gift for someone, these are a couple of things to think about, a couple of aspects to think about as you're doing that. So I think the first thing is how, what kind of gifts do they like to receive? One thing I noticed very early on in our marriage, Lisa, was that I really liked gifts that were a surprise. So I'd like to give you something that like you weren't expecting, something along those lines. Whereas you like to give gifts typically and receive gifts where it's like on the list. Like, you'd be like, what do you want? Or you'd say, this is what I'd want. And that was a little bit, like, we give suggestions in my family, but it wasn't as much. But there's kind of a divide there.
1: Well, okay, so I would say I still like getting surprise gifts from people who oh, yeah. who know me really, really well. Mm-hmm. But like in your our, husband. Like, yeah. I know you pretty well. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I would like having a surprise gift from you. Yeah. That was thoughtful and thought out. But... In my family, we basically just wrote up lists and said, here's what I want. Here's what's on my list as opposed to guessing. Yeah. So I feel like, yes, like in my family, we're just, I'm, this is a big difference between Kevin's family and my family's. My family's just very blunt. Like we don't sugarcoat anything. We don't really, um, beat around the bush. There's no passive aggressive, really. We Mm-mm. just kind of say what just it aggressive. is. And so, <laughs> so <clears throat> Yeah. So, so that fits kind of the way that we did gifts, especially um, like in the cousin gift exchange, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I didn't, I it was just kind of like, okay, here's what so-and-so wants. That's what you're going to get them. Mm-hmm. And that was how the gifts were given in that circumstance. But I would say, I would say if it's somebody who's like very close to me, like you or something, then I like the surprise element too. But there is, there's still an aspect. It just depends who the, who the gift is coming from.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't think there's. I think I've learned in marriage there's no like right or wrong way to give a gift. I think there's positives and negatives to each style, uh, and even trying to to figure that out. But I think it's just important to realize is it is that person someone who's like, hey, here's what's on my list buy this, or are they someone's like, oh man, if you came up with a cool surprise, like even if I didn't really love it, but you just put a lot of thought into it and surprised me, that would be great. You just want to be thinking through some of these things as you're giving gifts.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier to give a gift when it's just based on a list. Yeah, oh yeah. And sometimes for practical purposes, like a grandma who needs to give a gift to 25 kids, (laughs) she can't sit and really think through, you know? And I don't know what a grandma of 25 kids would do. Maybe that's out of control to give a gift to everybody. I remember my grandma, I think, what did she do? Because we had about 25 cousins, 20, something like that. And for a long time, she gave us each one gift, which was a lot of work for her. I can only imagine going to the store and buying... 20 toys and trying to think that through for everybody
0: yeah and there's different kinds of gifts that that people like so this is the second aspect first aspect was you know how they like to be given a gift whether it's a list or maybe a surprise the second way is kind of what what types of things they like so some people service is a really big thing that's the kind of gift uh, they would they would like to receive so I know for confirmation for our daughter we got her a coupon book a different things that we could do for her and that was a really different kind of gift because it was, yeah activities
1: and we knew too for her confirmation she would probably get like a holy spirit statue and she did which was great so we knew well we don't need to do that well not a statue of the holy spirit but you know an image or <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i think i know what you're saying i
1: feel like a statue should be a person anyways he is a person okay now we're okay
0: wow Th- yeah coming I know what you're back. Saying, I know what you're saying.
1: Coming back. So we knew she would get some of those typical Catholic gifts that you would get just between godparents and and grandparents and so we wanted to then think of something that was maybe a little more outside the box for her cuz she already got a special rosary for her mm-hmm. first communion. And it should be stated we we are in restored order here. No, we don't have a 15 16 year old. Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> yeah, so restored order, long story short, our kids get confirmed in third grade. Yep. So, yeah,
0: that's a service. Uh, another another way is, you know, is there an experience you can give? One of the coolest Christmas presents that Lisa got me was a tour of Kauffman Stadium, which is the Kansas City Royals baseball team stadium with both myself and my dad. And so my dad and I had never taken a tour of the stadium. We'd been there tons of times, you know, like I'd been as a kid so often and even as an adult. And so it was just cool to get like the inside look at the stadium and to do that together with my dad. And that was just like a really unique gift that was beyond something material, but really was an, a, a thoughtful experience that was awesome.
1: I feel like experiences are great for older people, mm-hmm. as in not kids.
0: Well, because sometimes it's like I have all my stuff, or like I can buy stuff, but you can't buy experiences, right? Like you can't just well,
1: you can. I bought it for you. <laughs> but I guess I see for what them, you're themselves,
0: a lot of times it's difficult to, or, or you might not think of that experience,
1: right? Right. It's That's not like really a practical cool. gift that you're going to use, mm-hmm. but it's something that you would really enjoy.
0: Yeah. No. Do they like things? Another example would be, do they like things that you could make? So for my 21st first birthday, Lisa got a bunch of my friends, some at what was my current college, Benedictine College, and some from my college previous, which was James Madison, to write me letters for my 21st birthday. birthday. And that was really cool just to see all those letters come in, and the, like th- that people made those things for me. It was awesome.
1: Can I tell them that some of them made you cry?
0: Uh, I mean, you already have, so <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> There's some really good letters in there. There's some really good letters. Like really heartfelt letters from friends. So. Yep. Kevin is a guy of words. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, what would he want the most? It's words, like words of affirmation from the five love languages. Yeah. If you're familiar with
0: those. That's a, And that's maybe another whole episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On the list, and finally, you know, is there something you can buy? That's probably the easiest one. that thing we think of on, you know, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all those different things. Uh, you know, typically I try to get Lisa something that will make her warmer. Mm-hmm. That's one of my, that's one of Lisa's love languages. I think it's not official love language, but things that make Lisa warm are, are really clutch. So if I can think of things, and I, I've done this before, I'm gonna ask it again, shameless ask if you do have warm things that Lisa might like. Send them my way. We've got the, I don't even care if you send it to the Made to Magnify email. Or you can, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Whatever it is, always looking for ideas
1: of warmth. Ways to make warmer, yeah. I have slippers, electric blanket. I feel like there's something recent. Space recently. heater. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> All the normal things that you think of. Oh,
0: well, the thing that was recent was I sent you what I, I was jokingly calling your your Christmas present this year, which was a sauna that was Costco was selling. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we have to be older to get a sauna. I don't and that was really maybe expensive. further north. <clears throat> it was awesome that Costco sells sauna, so
1: Yeah. We had some friends who had that on their wedding registry one time. Really? Yeah, up in Minnesota. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. It's really cold in Minnesota. I, I don't know if they got it though.
0: I, I could see how they wouldn't. It's kind of a big gift.
1: Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so some things to consider when giving a gift. And it is time for our mid-break, mid-episode break here. Our new segment, Saint Quotes to Live By. So, yes, we did kind of a not completely remove hacks and highlights. We're still using them and doing them throughout the show. But for our mid-break segment now, we are doing Saint Quotes to Live By.
0: And the Saint quote doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the episode. In fact, usually it doesn't. It just kind of gives another thought, another piece of wisdom uh, that you can take with you. And this week's Saint quote is pray as though everything depended on God and work as though everything depended on you. I'm going to say that one more time. So it's pray as though everything depended on God and work as though everything depended on you. And it comes from St. Augustine. Sometimes it's attributed to St. Ignatius, but the attribution is St. Augustine. I, I really like this quote because I think it really gives both sides to a weakness that sometimes people have. So on one side, I think people can be like, oh, God's in charge. I'm just going to let him take control. Like, it's in his court. So like one time I saw a sticker, it says, hey, I'm God and I'll be taking care of everything for you today. I just thought... That's actually not how things work. Like God entrusts us our own own will, our own intellects, and to put forth our work and to work as hard as we possibly can. But then on the other hand, we have people like, hey, let me do it all by myself. Like they don't quite think of God. They have a hard time asking for help. Um, They may not always think to pray when they're working on a project or going through a difficulty. They just think like, I just have to muster everything up myself. And so I think the antidote to that is really making sure that we pray as if everything depends on God.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I think there's truth to that quote of like, I'm God, I'm taking care of everything. But I think sometimes we can use that as an excuse to like be lazy. (laughs) And -hmm. it's like, Oh, well that was just God's will for me to fail because I didn't study for my test. You know? So like grace builds upon nature. So like, we actually have to, we have to do our part. Like we're, we're still, yeah, human creatures with our own free will. So, God can't steer a parked car, right? Like there's another fun little quippy quote for you. That was um, saints.
0: Automobilists.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Millennialness. Clearly not a quote from a saint, but you get the idea. I think sometimes we can almost use it as an excuse to not do our part. And God like, needs us to do our part in order for him to work. He can't force us to do anything so we have to do our part still
0: yeah absolutely and so I think when we get to a spot where we have a challenge or working on a project just think what are all the things that I can do in this situation to affect and make it better and then how can I rely on God in this situation by praying saying a novena, whatever it might be and making sure that we're doing both those things I think is really helpful sweet all right my voice not doing well tonight but hey it makes for a transition on to our practical gift ideas. I really like this section. We're giving you some vision for how to buy a gift. But then now, these are gift ideas. And in particular, they're Catholic gift ideas. Because you can get gift ideas anywhere. Right. There's articles online. There's all sorts of things. But Catholic gifts, we want to tackle that one tonight. And give you some very some sp- specific ones that we think are really great.
1: Very good. Okay, so to start with, we have... Uh, kind of some themed gifts is what I'm going to put together here. Um, So I, first of all, really enjoy giving very Catholic themed gifts. Um, So I've been doing research over the years here. So this is like years worth of (laughs) research that I'm going to impart in these last 10 minutes here. So the first one would be um, a movie basket. I, all of these are kind of in baskets because I like, I don't know, themed gifts in groups. But of course, you could just get one individual thing. You don't have to make a basket. Just so you know, you're but, free to do it. The baskets are fun because yeah. it's like,
0: what else is in this basket? And it like just keeps coming. And you're like, oh, I didn't see the chocolate. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. It just keeps going.
1: Yeah. It's fun. So our first one is a movie basket. There are a ton of Catholic movies out there. And they do get better and better. Um, well, I would say this. The really old ones, like mm-hmm. Song of Bernadette. Um, are really, really good. And then there's kind of this middle ground where they aren't as good for a season, but now they're starting to get better again as we kind of catch up with technology. Cause it used to be mainstream. Hollywood would make Catholic movies yeah, off of saints and off of, um, I don't know with, with, Like
0: priests or priests or nuns. Yeah, like Going My Way or Bells of St. Mary's. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they used to make really good stuff. And now they don't. So then the Christians started to try to make them themselves. And and we're getting better at it. That's the good news. Yeah. So Catholic movies. And I'll put a link to some uh, Catholic movies uh, for you. And then you can pair that with, there's two places you can get popcorn by religious sisters. One is called Nun Better Gourmet Popcorn, N U N and then there's, uh, there's a, that's, that's the Sisters of the Holy Spirit in Cleveland, Ohio. And then there's also Prayerfully Popped Popcorn, which used to be my go-to. I don't know what happened. You can pray for them. But they, like, shut down this year. And it's a really mysterious, I don't know why, and we don't know what's happening. So hopefully Prayerfully Popped Popcorn will come back. They're in Thank Arizona. Um, but in the meantime, you can get None Better Gourmet Popcorn from the Sisters of the Holy Spirit to pair with your movie basket, movies, Catholic movies that you get for someone. Another basket would be an alcohol basket. Mm-hmm. We Catholics, we like our alcohol. We like alcohol. It's a yeah, pack. these next three actually all revolve around like alcohol and food. So the alcohol basket, there's a great book, Drinking with the Saints, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it. We gave that as a gift to someone who hosted Christmas Eve a couple of years ago. Super fun book. A lot of monasteries make beer and wine. And the easiest place to find these products made by nuns and, and monks and, and things like that is monasterygreetings.com. It's kind of the compilation. Everything comes together there at monasterygreetings.com. Mm-hmm. So you can check that out and find beer steins. And you can find, um, yeah, all kinds of, you know, home-brewed beers, wines, things like that. Another fun thing you can put with those, we have I've featured this before on the podcast, but Holy Matter Wine Charmers are super fun. Mm-hmm. You just take a little loop of... um you get it from the jewelry section, like at a craft store, and then you put a holy metal on it, and then, ta-da. It's
0: it's like the best, and people come to your house, and they're like, this is so cool, and they're like, I'm St. Joseph, and then they remember where their glass is, and they don't lose it, and they feel holier. It's just, it's really good, and it's not hard, but no. people think you're like a magician that you created these holy, Yeah.
1: A magician. <laughs> yeah,
0: a magician. And you also get like a little bag to put them in because then you'll lose them.
1: Yeah, you can get a little velvety bag thing to put them in. Mm-hmm. That's, That's really nice. That's fun too, yeah. The last thing I would put in the alcohol basket is they make little monk and nun wine covers. They're really cute. They look like little habits and they have like little arms coming out of them. You can get those on Etsy.
0: Yeah, those yeah. are legit too.
1: Check those out. You can cover up some monastery wine with a wine nun cover. None better. None better than that. Okay, next basket would be a foodie basket. Uh Father Leo, I don't know how to say his last name correctly.
0: His name's Father Leo. Yeah, well it's
1: like Pat something. I met him last weekend, two weekends ago. Nice. Last weekend. Ish. Yeah. Last weekend at N C Y C. He's super great. Uh, He's got some great fun stuff. Uh, Grace Before Meals is one of his cookbooks, which is a super fun book to pass out. Another great cookbook, uh, Continual Feast, A Continual Feast. It's all on liturgical um, recipes for the liturgical year. And I just saw this. It just came out not too long ago. The Vatican Cookbook, written by Swiss guards. Really? Yeah. Wow. So when they're not busy taking pictures with tourists... They're making cookbooks.
0: That, that's great. Yeah.
1: It has 205 reviews on Amazon, and it's like five stars, flat across. Wow. Yeah. So that might be on my Christmas list now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fun thing for a foodie basket, They this is a newer thing. I had, I'd had i seen this at my friend's house. In fact, I saw it at her house today. and I was like, what is that? And then tonight, when I was double-checking some things to make sure I had all my stuff up to date, I saw it on Etsy again. It's this kitchen rosary. Tell me more. Yeah. It's like an abacus, but there's 10 beads and then five beads and then, you know, kind of like the Our Father Hail Mary at the beginning beads. Okay. Like the, yeah. And you slide them across. So throughout the day, let's say you can't sit and pray your rosary oh, I see. all at once in your kitchen is where you can kind of keep track of your rosary and make sure you get through the whole thing. So you might do a decade and then you slide one of the 10 beads, at you know, one of the five beads at the bottom for that decade. And then let's say you get through three Hail Marys and, and you have small children and someone poops their pants. Well, then you can just pause right where you are. Oh my gosh.
0: It's great. And I didn't get the abacus reference, but now I pulled up a picture and we'll put one in the show notes. Yeah. It's like a string with beads on it. You just slide one down the string. Across. Yeah, It's like on a board. Yeah. Across. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's great. some really beautiful boards out there too. Yeah. Great one for the foodie baskets. Another one for the foodie basket. There's Catholic aprons. Um, that you can get also on Etsy. And then there's just a ton of monastery food items that you can get from monastery greetings. They have jams and chocolates and pancake mixes, all kinds of stuff. So you can check that out if you want to put together a little foodie basket of Catholic deliciousness. So that's that. Awesome. Next would be coffee. Again, I told you this is a ton of food and beverage stuff uh, here.
0: And real quick. Yeah. Not to interrupt too much. But I think one of the themes here is that we're buying things from great Catholic companies and also monasteries um, and convents as well. So part of the idea is supporting these small Catholic businesses and religious. Absolutely. It's a great way to spend your money because you're helping them out and you're getting awesome gifts.
1: And I bet there's Cyber Monday deals going on today.
0: The monasteries are huge into Cyber (laughs) Monday.
1: No, but monastery greetings might be... Yeah, it's yeah. great. So check all this out because this could be a good day to buy stuff because a lot of this stuff you're going to get on the web. Not You're not going to find it at Costco. Sorry. Or on Amazon. Some of it on Amazon, but not a lot of it. So got to support those sisters and brothers. All right, so coffee, Mystic Monk Coffee. If you've never seen Mystic Monk Coffee, um, great, great coffee by monks, clearly. And pretty much anywhere you can get Christian inspiration Travel mugs and ceramic mugs, like kitchen mugs. One of my favorites is there's a really cute shop. um, It's a Happy Saints. And they have really cute caricatures of saints. And they have mugs and travel mugs, pretty much of any saint you could possibly want. So you could pair that some Mystic Monk coffee with.
0: Any saint that you could possibly want? Pretty much. That is a really
1: big statement. It's a big claim. But that's exciting. I'm I really excited do. to check it out. They have like, yeah, a lot, a lot of sites. Not just. I feel like a lot of times it's just the basics, like oh, it's St. Francis and St. Therese, which they're great. Yeah. But
0: they've got like Jacinta.
1: Possibly. Yeah, I possibly. bet. Possibly. Knowing, knowing the site, mm-hmm. I bet we can look that up later. It's great. All right, next gift idea is Catholic magazine subscriptions. There's quite a few Catholic magazines out there still. Catholic Digest is a classic. They've been around for a long time. It merged with Faith and Family probably about oh. 8 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's it's kind of picked up some more of like a young vibe. It used to kind of be for an older crowd, but now mm-hmm. they've merged the two and so you get a mix of both. Um, there's Tidings magazine, there's Radiant and Verily. Those are both for women. Um, and then there's Valiant magazine, which is for men. It's kind of like the brother magazine of Verily.
0: You, you missed a really good Catholic subscription. what I miss? Magnificat.
1: Oh yes. I know it's not a magazine. It's not a magazine. It's a prayer companion.
0: But I think it's a really great gift. It is. And if it's not listed, we, I just want to make sure. Cause that's an awesome one for someone who goes to daily mass and you're like, Hey, can I buy your subscription? And it's great. Mm-hmm. That's which true. Really
1: cool. I feel like that goes with our next category, which is spiritual gifts.
0: You're you're right. Mm-hmm. You're mostly right, almost always right. Actually, it's hard to think of a time when you're not right. But
1: you're such a good <clears throat> husband. How's your throat over there? Sorry about Still that. Still pretty
0: bad. I think the soccer game that I played this afternoon probably is affecting my throat quality.
1: I see. Mm-hmm. Your vocal cords. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm
0: I'm gonna fight through it. Like I'm not gonna let it stop me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then you can go have some honey and it'll all be better.
0: Yep. Spring I mean, pool. that's the hope. Mm-hmm.
1: So spiritual gifts, spiritual gifts, uh, Magnificat is a great spiritual gift, spiritual reading, any classic book is going to do you well. Great, great gift you can give to somebody. Of course there's the classics like a rosary or a crucifix, Um, There's also journals. I think journals can be a great thing you can give to somebody as a spiritual gift to help them uh, grow in their faith. Uh, You can also do something cool like have a mass said for somebody. Um, You yourself could pray for somebody, offer up a holy hour for them and let them know. I know you can even buy little cards that will tell you. I've offered up my holy hour for you. And you can fill their name in and the date that you did that. Everybody loves getting prayed for. And then finally, you can actually ask or have the Pope pray for somebody. You can specifically request a papal blessing. And this is something we've done a lot for weddings. We tend to do this for really close friends. Give them a papal blessing. Um, It's also appropriate for any kind of sacrament. You can do a papal blessing. But... um, You could just do a papal blessing for someone's family if you wanted to give them a really cool spiritual gift and have Pope Francis pray for them.
0: Yeah, papal blessings are awesome. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want one of those in their house?
1: Yes. So if you know someone in Rome, that's the easiest way to get it, but you can also do it through your diocese. Um, So if you call your diocese and let them know, I'd like to have the Pope pray for my friends. They can hook you up. Yeah. Because that's what it's like being Catholic.
0: Mm -hmm. You got the hookups.
1: Mm -hmm. You do. All right, two more categories. Well, I guess technically three, but the next one is for her. Um, On Etsy, there is a ton um, of Catholic vintage jewelry. Okay, I keep hesitating every time I say Etsy because I can never remember if it's Etsy or Etsy. I'm pretty sure it's Etsy.
0: But how do you say jewelry? Because I say jewelry. You said a different word. Jewelry? You like elongated.
1: Really? Jewelry?
0: I don't know what you said, but anyway, jewelry I say Etsy. It's Etsy, yeah? It's not Etsy. It's not
1: Etsy. Etsy. It's Etsy. Okay. Etsy. Catholic vintage jewelry on Etsy. There's a ton of beautiful, beautiful vintage jewelry. Not only jewelry, but also art, statues, icons that you can find that are really unique for somebody if you know what saint they love or maybe what kind of a devotion they have. Something like the Sacred Heart or to Mary, a particular form of Mary. You can find it there. Uh, I've seen novena bracelets. These are really cool. So whenever I pray a novena, I typically forget or miss a few days. Hmm. They have these bracelets and you can move a little like charm between the beads so you know what day you're on and you wear it until you're done with your novena and then you don't blow it. Good. Because I think that's how it works. If You don't do it just right.
0: there's angels being like, she blew it again.
1: Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Not gonna sell your house now. <laughs> 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 Might yep. be how it works. Probably not.
0: Is it time for the hymn gifts, or you still have more?
1: No, nope, still girls. Pampering products. There's, <laughs> I don't even have that many boy gifts. Girl gifts are better.
0: I wish my sigh was more audible, but it was not as audible as I could have made it.
1: Oh well, okay. Okay. Pampering products. Monastery greetings has a ton of pampering products. They have like soaps and. Um, face scrubs and perfumes and body—they're spli- basically Bath and Body Works made by nuns on monastery greetings.
0: That's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's probably like all organic. Or something. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: all organic, homemade, good quality stuff. It's probably better than Bath and Body Works and better for you. I think Leah Darrow would approve. She likes she likes stuff that's naturally made, mm-hmm. and if it's by nuns, that's a bonus. Okay, for him. I only have two things for him, so maybe you can give us some more. You ready?
0: I, I hope I come up with more. <laughs> um,
1: I'm going to give mine first.
0: <coughs> You're going to give yours
1: first? Mine I, first, yeah. Why
0: can't I just do both of them that are listed?
1: Oh, you want to give those? Okay, go ahead.
0: So the the first one that Lisa has listed that I'm doing is the Pope's cologne. You. <laughs> 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 it's a real thing. You could give this amazing gift of the Pope's cologne. And we're not jacking around. It is Pope Pius IX. Original formula of cologne. So if you know maybe like a seminarian who needs some cologne.
1: Who wants to smell like an old man.
0: Yeah. You know, wants that, that must, that musty, you know. But it could be great.
1: Mm-hmm. Could, uh, pope Francis has his own cologne as well. That's does some, he? Yeah. Oh Tell yeah. me more. Well, every time a new pope comes, this company makes a scent like that's for that in honor of that pope. I
0: love how they do it like in honor of the pope. But in reality, it just makes it sound look like that's the pope's cologne, which is just... Kind of weird. I just think it's fun. It is fun. It's a great seminarian gift mm-hmm. as kind of a gag gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be awesome. The other one, I don't know what this is, so I'm glad I'm doing it. It's St. Christopher Belt Buckle. Lisa, tell us more.
1: Yeah, it's a belt buckle like with St. Christopher metal on it. It's like a cowboy belt buckle. It's a huge St. Christopher belt buckle. I'm
0: trying to think of more guy gifts.
1: <laughs> you don't like mine?
0: I mean, there's only <laughs> two. I really, that was. I know just... they're really
1: not that great. Um, I feel like a lot of what we said can kind of fit into, you know, are things you can get for a guy as well. Yeah. We did there's no not things. like specific guy gifts, but everything else is pretty gender neutral that we already talked about.
0: Yeah. Especially the pain brain products. No, I'm just, that was. But that her. was the for I was, her no, section.
1: I just having, okay. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. Well, I'll try to think of more, but let's, let's move on to for kids, for which kids. could be for a niece, a nephew, a godchild. Or your own children, or mm-hmm. grandchildren, or your neighbor, or that person you know who's a child. Yeah. All these people could apply.
1: And you can be that creeper who gives them a present. Okay.
0: You had to make it, it doesn't have to be creepy if it's just a fun gift for someone you, you made know. You it sound like it was life. a
1: random child you saw riding their bike or something. I
0: was just trying to broaden the appeal from people who you related to, or whether spiritually or physically, to just any child that you thought, needed a gift
1: all right well we are going over our half hour limit by a lot here so i'm gonna start talking about children here kids gifts okay first of all saints there are a ton of saint products there are shining light dolls shining light dolls tiny saints are okay i should explain shining light dolls there are these little like plastic like grippable saint dolls there's a lot of marys and then they have other saints too we have several of those Mm -hmm. tiny saints are little like charm saints You can put them on a keychain. My kids put them all over their backpacks.
0: They're kind of like an updated version of a saint metal. Yeah,
1: but they're plastic. Like, they're rubbery.
0: Yeah, and, like, friendly.
1: Yeah, they're really cute.
0: So kids are like, cool, this is my saint. Like, he's
1: They're cartoonish, but not in a weird way.
0: Our our kids think those are the best things in the world.
1: Mm -hmm. There's Glory Story CDs that are audio dramas of saints' lives.
0: These are so good. These are way underestimated. People don't talk. Glory Stories, they're awesome. They are. They're so well done.
1: They are. They are. Um, And then, of course, saint books. There's a ton of saint chapter book series that you can get, um, just stories about saints. There's even a lot of graphic novels out, which our kids love. Or even graphic
0: Bibles. Those are sweet. That is pretty cool, yeah. Two of my favorite... That's a great boy, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Two of my favorite um, saint... Not saint, um, but just book series for kids. There's Chime Travelers and Gospel Trekkers are two series worth looking up, especially for the... like. Uh, first grade through fourth grade range somewhere in there um great kind of like beginning reader series books um and include with saints you know if you want to get them like kind of a sainty gift but you still want to get them a present you can always package that so if you got them something that's saint Therese ish you could get them some kind of a flower gift to go with it like a flower pressing kit or um we have these little stackable flowers where you can like take them apart and restack flowers in different shapes. Or if you got them a St. Joseph type gift, you could get a little tool set to go with it. Cause he was a carpenter or a St. Francis gift. You could get them some animals to go with it. So there's ways that you can add a toy to go with the theme of that saint to make a little package, which would be really fun for a kid. Yeah. Good. There's also some great toys out there that are very Christian Catholic toys. Um, so let's see here. Um, brick nativity. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Brick Nativity set. There's a Brick Nativity set by Nativity Bricks. That's why it's confusing. Mm -hmm. This one's new. Um, I have not seen this one, but it looks pretty sweet. Uh, The one we have is um, by Trinity Toys. They have a Brick Nativity and a Last Supper set. So if you have a Lego fan, you can actually get them some Jesus Legos, which is really cool. Um, One, Two, Believe, so that's the number two, has some play sets. You can get like a David and Goliath. You can get Jesus and all of his disciples in a boat or the apostles in a boat playset, so they can act out the stories from the Old Testament and the Gospels. It's pretty sweet. Um, Melissa and Doug actually has quite a few gifts for kids. They have um, like Christian gifts. They have some puzzles. They have a water wow, which is this thing where you paint water and the colors show up.
0: Don't even get a start at how cool water wows are Mm -hmm. because I like doing water wows.
1: Yeah. It's our great. our four year old just turned four year old loves water wows. So they have like a Jesus one. And then there's Sacred Heart toys that have stuff for more for babies. They have a Mary Rattle and a little plush rosary, which we just got for one of our godchildren recently. True story. Those are really cute. Um also for kids there are a couple kids' magazines you can check out. Magnific Kid is one that follows along with Mass Readings and the Mass. And then there's St. Mary's Messenger, which we've gotten for our daughter and our, um, another one of our goddaughters before. Um It's just a a cute Catholic magazine that has stories and crafts and, I don't know, things in it that
0: are really cool. I love things. Mm -hmm. Those are great.
1: Mm -hmm. You can check out CatholicChild.com to find a lot of these products and more. No, they're not paying us to say that. Um, And just in general, Etsy or Etsy? I already forgot. Well,
0: I think it's Etsy.
1: That's Etsy? I, I think know. it's... Etsy. I don't know. it. That shop, it that place online. Etsy would be E-A-T. Mm. So it's got to be Etsy. I
0: I think I said <laughs> differently earlier, so <laughs> it's hard to be... I was trying to be really <laughs> confident Etsy, earlier. Etsy, I don't I didn't know. know.
1: We really should have looked this up before we recorded this episode. No, this, this is episode.
0: fun. I think it was way better that we didn't look it up. <laughs> we'll get lots of people telling us what's up.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll be great. Anyways, that that place com, in general has a ton of stuff that people have handmade. You can get icon lacing cards, boys and girls sets. There's wood Wait, wait, wait.
0: What's an icon lacing card?
1: It's just an icon and they punched holes around it and then you get a string and the kid can lace around it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Lacing is is a like a great it motor is. skill Little thing. Little kids love lacing. Fine motor skills, yeah. Wooden saint dolls. There's lots of beautiful wooden peg dolls you can get, and those can range from a $10 one to a $30 one, so whatever your budget is. There's a lot of different soft saint dolls that you can buy, people who have made them out of felt or handmade, a little doll, these little pocket saints that you can get. You can get habits for American Girl dolls, so you can turn your Samantha into Mother Teresa. Or
0: she grew up and became a nun. <laughs>
1: That's right. The story they didn't tell you from American girl. Mm-hmm. Those, they, they fit the, uh, the target doll, like the target version too. Like do my they do heritage it generationally
0: So that they, do they find like a, a saint, <laughs> no. ge- a child from that generation, they become a saint from that generation. Cause that would be really well thought that
1: out. That would be really cool. I feel like there is a Catholic version of American girl dolls. I gotta look that up.
0: Another chance for people to email us.
1: Mm hmm. I found St. Magnets. I found a quiet mass book where it's kind of felt and the kids can do different activities that are quiet within the little book. Um, Handmade baby rosaries that are non chokable Vestments, play vestments for boys. Uh, Crusader capes. I mean, really, it's endless if you get on the site.
0: (laughs) Hey, real quick here. Wooden St. Dolls, that's a heck of a whole world of awesomeness. So if you're ever Mm -hmm. looking for, like, yeah, that's a great, thoughtful, creative gifts. You're like, I'm not even that good of an artist. Hey, it's just a Wooden St. doll. Try it out. It's really fun. So that's a great thing to search. Uh, It's really cool. Awesome. Well, those were our gifts for today. How-to gifts, a little vision for giving great gifts, and then some practical ideas, specifically Catholic gifts. But, Lisa, why don't you give our how-to challenge?
1: How-to challenge this week? It's pretty simple. We're just going to challenge everybody to buy at least one gift from a Catholic shop this year. Of course you can do that online and if you have a local Catholic gift store go visit them. I think it's so important that we have those in our community that we can mm-hmm. go and physically see the products and support those families who are pouring their lives into getting holy items into our hands. And so that's going to be our challenge. Is if you got a nearby Catholic shop, go visit them and buy at least one Catholic thing. If not, uh, you can also get online and support people who are putting out products that help keep our our catholic um lifestyle our catholic culture alive and well
0: yeah well that is our show for today i think we set a podcast record for most highlights in one show (laughs) if you want to connect with us our email is hello at made to magnify.com or you can find us on twitter and instagram at kevin r cotter or lisa Ann cotter and that's Ann with no e As always, if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating on iTunes, add it to your podcast subscriptions, and tell a friend. This really helps us get the word out about How to Catholic. Until next week, be saints. It's worth it.